Hey y'all, welcome to another episode. Before I properly introduce my guest, I have a little announcement to make. Loki Deep now officially has a YouTube channel. The team and I were really hustling over the last couple of days to make it happen. But now the full interview with Rema that I had the other day is out. But also this very episode with Louis Tomlinson. So check it out, Loki Deep on YouTube. This is also the last time that I'm going to air an episode on Monday. From now on, I release Loki Deep on Saturdays. So keep an eye out. Now let's get into it. Our head of music approached me last week and was like, uh, Cassandra, would you be interested in hosting a Q&A with Louis Tomlinson? And I was like, uh, duh, of course, we all know him from these songs. Yeah, right. And immediately my next thought was, I also want to have a low-key deep convo with him. And even though Louis' schedule was really, really tight, he took a few minutes to talk to me, which I really appreciate. He told me how he approached finding his own style in music, if he ever considered quitting his career, and how it felt like being on stage all by himself for the very first time. If you like this podcast, make sure to subscribe and rate it. I'd really appreciate that. But for now, let's get started. Low key deep. Code interviews with Cassandra. First of all, how are you doing? How are you? I'm good. I'm Hi. good. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Okay. Um, you just finished your world tour, right? Uh, in September. And almost immediately afterwards, you started doing your promo <laughs> tour. What is wrong with you? Are you a workaholic? <laughs> um... I think I think the way that my solo career kind of started out, it was a little bit stop star, and then we had uh, a COVID and, and and the lockdown. So I just want to keep the momentum going. Really, I enjoy, mm. I've enjoyed this year so much. It's done so much for me professionally and and, and personally, to be honest. Um, so it's just it was just about keeping the momentum going. Really, yeah. So you you must like traveling then when you. I do love traveling. <laughs> I mean, touring is definitely the best part of the job. That kind of yeah. Oh, that's really that your favorite part about being a musician. Definitely, yeah. yeah. That that that's the moment that you see the songs come to life, you know. And it, and also, it's the most literal thing that I do. You get a very obvious reaction if you're doing a good job. You get a very obvious reaction from the crowd, and there's no in between. And I like that. Yeah, I imagine like writing songs is just you sitting with your thoughts and. I don't know, creativity and then getting the feedback of fans. Yeah it's, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. And also you see you see what these moments mean to people at that time. And that, I think that's important as an artist to kind of have, you know, foresight of that, definitely. Yeah, of course. Um, were you nervous at all to go on world tour just by yourself? Or was that maybe liberating in some kind of sense? A bit of both. I mean, before I went on it... Um, I'd, I'd, I feel like I'd been working up to that moment my whole solo career. So there was a lot of room for overthinking or worrying or speculating, whatever that might be. Um, and, you know, especially because I had the experience in One Direction that's at such a high level that, you know, I, I, there was a time before I went on the tour that I was worried, am I going to feel the same? Is it going to make me feel, you know, as good as it did in the band? And are the shows going to feel different? Are they going to sound different? Um, so there was kind of 
I was really excited about going on tour, but there was something in the back of my mind just crossing my fingers, hoping that it was going to be everything that I wanted it to be. But honestly, I'm not just saying something that feels kind of cliche. It was everything I wanted and more. It really, really was. I found so much benefit in doing those shows. And as I said before, getting that kind of very obvious reaction at every single show. And that's kind of what I've been missing in my career is having that consistency of show after show after show. Um, it leaves room for, it leaves no room for anything other than just kind of living in the moment and taking those moments for, for what they are. Yeah. So you weren't nervous at all to step on stage for the first time when the tour started? I'd say, I'd say it was a little bit like naturally. Um, but it was also the fact that I'd worked so hard to get to that mm. point. So I knew that it's kind of inevitable that before you go in to do something that felt like a relatively new experience, I'd not done it for like four or five years. So I was a little bit nervous going into it. But I'd say after maybe five, six shows, um, it wasn't the same feeling. Excitement, though, feels very similar to, to being nervous, really. So it can, you can kind of choose of how you want to interpret that feeling. Yeah. When you're traveling that much, when you're being on tour worldwide in every country, every other day, I, I imagine, in a different country, how do you maintain sane? Do you, do you have like a daily routine that you stick by? not very good with that kind of thing um i think for me what one thing that really helps with sanity and especially with kind of moving about so many different places i like to be on my tour bus as much as i can in terms and what i mean by that is instead of staying in hotel rooms and that that way you've got at least a home away from home it feels like you've got that base it's not like a ever-revolving hotel room that looks different every time you walk in there um so for me I, i suppose that that probably definitely helps yeah so you made your tour bus your own yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah um on your new album faith in the future um that is about to come out very soon november 11th where on earth did you find the time to write an album mm-hmm. while you were on world tour well luckily i'd done pretty much all of it before i went out on tour so i'd say the first half of lockdown I took that time for myself and tried to kind of declutter my brain and give myself space to to want to make this new album and also work out, you know, what it is I wanted to do. Um, so it was in like, it was probably the majority of it was made um, maybe like, I want to say like four months, five months before tour started. Wow. That was really quick though. Is that usual for you? Are you that quick when... Um, it was definitely a lot faster than my first record, but I think because I had more clarity and I knew what it was I wanted to do, um, there was a complexity to making my first record. I think I was kind of battling with myself with what I thought people wanted to hear and also what I wanted to make. Whereas going into this second album, it just, it was just a, a more clear picture. I knew I just had to make the record that I loved. Yeah. That's also like almost the question I wanted to ask because I was wondering, how did you approach finding your own style in music? I think I think um, a combination of things. Trial and error is is very relevant in songwriting, or at least it has been to me, um, especially at the start, playing around with different sounds, different genres, different lyric concepts. Um, but it's a process, that thing. You know, you, you also have to make mistakes and you know, find out what doesn't feel comfortable to you musically to kind of reverse engineer it and work out this is who I want to be as an artist. So it was just a process, really. It just it just took a little bit of time. And it also, it demanded that I was a little bit braver and kind of just following my heart musically and on my head, so be it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So it was a mixture of gut feeling and also a vision for yourself that you had. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. Trying to listen to your gut as much as possible, but also trying to look at things logically. Yeah. When you look back at your old album in comparison to the new one, what would you say, how did your music style develop? I think on this record, it's just, it does feel truer to, to me as a person, to me as a songwriter, and also to me even as a music fan. It's the kind of stuff that I love listening to as well. Mm. And I think on the first record, there was definitely times where I dipped my toe into those kind of feelings. But it's only now in hindsight that I look back and I realise that actually, you know, if I was going to make a second album, which I have, you've got to... It, there was no real option other than to just kind of follow my heart, really. And it's not to say that I'm not immensely proud of the first record because I really, really am. And as I said before, you have to go through those processes. You know, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been able to write Faith in the Future without Walls. The, 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 that's part of the process. So you can also listen to your own songs. Would you play them? I'm not gonna lie, I didn't time. listen to a lot of Walls much okay. at all. And actually, preparation for the tour, I can remember kind of getting in my vocal coach and thinking, I don't even know all the words. I mean, like I, I've written it, but I don't even know all the words. Whereas <laughs> it is a slightly different thing. And actually, listen, I'm not that guy who's going to be putting the, my own music on like in front of like a big crowd and dancing <laughs> to it in the middle and trying to encourage everyone to sing. <laughs> Nothing like that. But I will say, as a music fan, I, I have taken time out across this record to really kind of listen. And also, it's good practice when you can... You know, you can kind of listen to it or at least you can you can imagine how the fans might react to it. And to listen to the music, you know, you have to actually listen to the music to get into those kind of thoughts and ideas. Yeah. Is there a song on the album that was especially difficult for you to write? Not so much on this record, just because I had a pretty clear vision and also it helped to have kind of a cue before every session. And it was it was thinking about different moments in the live show. So I might go into the session and go, you know, let's let's find an opener for the tour. Let's find a moment where if we've had a lot of tempo, let's bring it back with a ballad. So it was it was a bit more precise this way around. I had a vision for every session, really. Let's not say all the songs were as easy as each other. Um, if I was to pick one, and I don't really know why, but it was a song called Parrot. It's a song called Paradise that the production just took a little bit longer than the rest, but. I don't really know why. But it's also so um, interesting that you approached the songs by um, visualizing um, playing it live. That is such a cool approach. Yeah, well, it's that's important to me, again, as an artist and as a music fan. Um, of course, I encourage people to listen to this album, um, you know, on, on track and on, on CD or however you digest your music. But <laughs> for me, the best moments with the music are the live shows. Like that, And I know myself as a music fan, I love listening to music on my phone or whatever it might be, but nothing trumps being there for the live show. So it was just, and also I'm lucky enough to have these incredible, audiences so it was just about trying to meet them in the middle with their energy that they bring every single show and creating an album that kind of shines in that context yeah um were you ever at the point in your life or in your career when you were like thinking about not doing it anymore or maybe doing music but not publishing it well there was that when i first started out my solo career and i think this is me probably it's probably me kind of protecting myself in the, in hindsight now when i look back but when i thought about getting back into the industry i thought maybe well maybe i'll just do some songwriting and maybe pitch them out to other artists i couldn't really see myself as a solo artist just because i'd never really had that moment to have those thoughts when i was in the band um 
So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think over time I just, I just, yeah, I've just felt a little bit braver and just, and just went for it really. Um, but there was definitely times where it was challenging, but I like to think, and I could be wrong, but I like to think those days are behind me now. I feel like I've worked out who I am as an artist and what I need to do. So hopefully I've left those thoughts in the past. Yeah, but it must be really satisfying the feeling that. Definitely. And, 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 and it took me some time to get here. Um, but now I do feel really comfortable in the music that I'm making, the shows that I'm playing um, and kind of anything else that comes from where I'm already at is a bonus, really. So that, that it's a comforting feeling that yeah. definitely. That's a nice way to put it. Thank you so much for talking to me. Lincoln. Thanks a lot for your time. Low key deep. Golden abuse with Cassandra.